Hey guys, how you doing today? Can I get you started with something to drink? Is your aging loved one home alone, forgetting to take medicine or pay bills? The Caregiver Cafe with Roz Jones has a menu of resources to serve your caregiver needs. As a caregiver, Roz understands your daily challenges. This podcast focuses on the unique and dynamic issues of caregiving. Hi, I'm Roz Jones, and welcome back to the Caregiver Cafe podcast. Today we are talking about going back to the hospital sucks. You know, you've been in and you have to go back. That sucks. Who wants to go back to the hospital again? Nobody. So we're going to talk about today how to avoid hospital readmission. How do we avoid hospital readmission? So you want to come home from the hospital and stay home. You don't want to come home and have to go back. So let me give you a quick definition on what is a hospital readmission. A hospital readmission refers to a patient being readmitted into a hospital typically within 30 days of being released from a previous hospital stay. A readmission to a hospital can be costly and hazardous to your health. So we want to be able to give you some procedures today and talk about some steps that you need to take that when you go in the hospital before you discharge, you want to make sure that you take care of everything so you don't have to come back. We don't want to repeat this. We don't want to, we don't want to encore performance. Trust me. <laughs> you don't want to encore performance when it comes to uh, the hospital. You want to, you want to get out and you want to stay home. Okay. So avoiding a return trip to the hospital. If you were recently in the hospital and you received a lot of care from the doctors, the nurses, PT, and everybody was focused on you, but you know, what are you going to be facing when you get home. So what can you do to make sure that you are not readmitted to the hospital? These are some of the things that you can, can look at. Let's look at your medications. What are the new medications? Will they, are they going to, um, you know, what are the side effects? If you have a, if you are a fall risk and the medicine makes you dizzy, we need to look at another medication. Duh. You know, what are the side effects of the med- of the new medicines? And will the new medicines have any adverse effect with the current medicines? Go over that list. When it's time for discharge, it's time to be social with the social worker. It's time to be social with the social worker. This is so important. So go over the medications. Why do I need them? What are they for? What are they used for? When do I take them? You know, what are the side effects? Will I be experiencing any mental changes? Will I be saying, seeing any physical changes in, in, in output? You know, you know, do I have to eat it with food on an empty stomach? These are important when you go home because you want to maintain the same type of, of consistency with the medicine as much as you can from hospital to home, from hospital to home. Number two, they tell you, when you get discharged to see the doctor, to see the doctor within seven to 10 days after you get released, make that doctor's appointment before you leave. Sit down right there and make the doctor's appointment because you know you want to see the doctor after you leave the hospital. Make the appointment. Go ahead and make the arrangements. Okay. Then also too, before you leave the hospital, if you have aches and pains, please tell the nurse. And tell the doctor because that could be an indication that something is still wrong. 
It could be an indication of an infection. It could be, you know, an indication that the surgery went wrong. It could be an indication that the doctor needs to look at something before you leave, that the doctor needs to look at something before you leave. So say, for instance, if if you have had, a, a, you know, maybe a hernia or a, a hysterectomy or something done where they've cut you, start you know, examining your stomach, feel around that incision. If you feel lumps or bumps around that incision, have someone come look at it. Please take a look at this. This is uncomfortable. Don't just go home because you want to go home and have to come back because of those lumps and bumps. Can you please get someone to come and check around this incision because I'm very uncomfortable. I'm just, I'm just talking because sometimes it could be in, in a, sign, a sign of an infection. Or a sign that something is going wrong. We take these things for granted. If if you have had some type of surgery or anything that's going on, do a self-assessment. Do a self-assessment. Don't be in such a rush to get home. Because trust me, your insurance is going to pay for it. Medicaid and Medicare is going to pay for it. It's going to get paid for. But don't be in such a rush to where you have to come back within the 30 days. I just talked about that, right? So make sure you get social with the social worker. Let's go over the medications. Let's have a self-assessment. Then also, too, will you need any additional equipment at home? So, so far as a walker, you know, a, a, a toilet seat where it's, it's raised up high. Will you need grab bars? Do you need a hospital bed? Do you need bed chucks? What are you going to need before you get home? These are things that you need to discuss. Are there any safety issues when you get home so far as rolling up the rug? What are some of the things that we need to make sure that are taken care of so that when you get home, you will not be readmitted? Are you on a special diet? Are you on a special Don't go back home and you've had, you know, this weight loss surgery and you're still eating pig skins. Come on now. Snap out of it. You got to do better. You you, got to understand that you went in the hospital to fix something. And you coming home is fixed, but you don't want to go back to old habits, bad habits that's going to send you back. So part of the thing for readmission is talking to the social workers and doctors two or three days before and get all your questions answered. Ask them for a copy of the discharge papers early. And if there's something on that discharge that you don't understand, don't leave the hospital until you get your answer. Let me say that again. If there is something, a word, anything on those discharge papers that you don't understand, Please, ma'am, please, sir, ask the question because most of you get those papers and don't even read the doggone things. And it's your fault. So returning back to the hospital, part of it is because you don't follow the instructions on the discharge papers or you're scared to read them. And if and I'm going to say this, I'm not trying to be ugly. If you don't know how to read, ask someone to read them to you. If you don't know how to read, don't be embarrassed. Please, I'm slowing down for this. Ask someone to read them to you. Ask someone to read them to you. And, and, and I'm being serious because this is about life or death. And I'm taking time with this for a reason. Because going back to the hospital after you leave sucks. It sucks. Okay. So let's just make sure that we understand of how and what we need to do to avoid returning back to the hospital within the first days after you come back. You want to make sure you check your medicine. You want to make sure if you got rehab, you want to get with the social worker and get with the companies and find out when they are coming. Be proactive with the people because once you leave the hospital, it's all on you, baby. 
It's all on you. It's up to you to advocate for yourself, but it's also up to you to make sure that you take care of you. Because once you leave, you're on your own. Unless you have, you know, some caregivers and stuff. But a lot of times you got to take care of yourself. So once again, I know I went a little extra today, but I wanted to just talk about how important that, you know, um, going back to the hospital, you know, after you've been in and you go back within 30 days, that sucks. So what can we do to avoid readmission? That's what I was talking about today. So that's what was brewing in my cup here at the Caregiver Cafe. I am Roz Jones, and thank you for listening. Until your next visit to the Caregiver Cafe, connect with Roz on YouTube, LinkedIn, and her blog at thecaregivercafe.net. Caregiver Cafe podcast specializes in serving those who provide care and support to a sick or aging loved one. I'm the voice guy, but I'm one of you. So when Roz has on experts or frontline workers, I'm listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. In the meantime, don't forget to connect with Roz on YouTube, LinkedIn, or at the blog at thecaregivercafe.net.